What's up, people? Air Talks in here. Gonna be talking about a whole bunch of nothing but everything under the sun. And I've just been trying to come up with content. I see a lot of people making it out here. Just posting things about their lives and what they're doing on a, on a daily. And it, it always motivates me because I see people post things that have no relevance to me things that I would never pay attention to I would look over but you know what I respect the fact that they're making a living doing this type of stuff and what they're doing is they're doing what they love to do for instance I just watched a whole video where it's this girl she's 19 she decides she want to live in a van and somebody was estimating her views ratio to how much she making in dollars. And she makes a hundred thousand dollars just off of dealing with YouTube a year. What's so crazy about this is a lot of us are in their mind state where we feel like we gotta do something drastic to make a living some of us feel like we gotta you know stay in the modern path path of life and just work 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 and die and little do you know when you work 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 and you die most of the time you die with nothing you die with without anything to your name that's worth anything and when you're working to retirement, you helping build somebody else's dreams. That's just the bottom line. You spend your whole life building somebody else's dreams and getting what you think is adequate. You get that payment from them. But like I said, I've just been experimenting with my podcast on Air Talks. And... Um, I've been asking around, what what is a good topic to talk about for a top three? And um, I'm not going to lie, I don't engage much with a lot of people. Um, I like to meet new people from all across the country, but I don't just have a standard fan base because it's a lot of disconnect in so many ways uh, but I just learned to let people go let things go you know and it's really helped me out with my mental mindset and which leads me to what I'm about to talk about as far as top threes and that is what are the top three ways to help anybody with mental health in the black community and this is my opinion. Check it out. And I appreciate you guys for listening. What's up, people? Check this out. Now, this is my top three solutions. I'm not going to lie. When I was asked this, I kind of got stale face because I was thinking it was going to say, like, top three videos, type top three 
signs, zodiac signs, or something like that. That they when they ask me, uh, top three ways to help mental health in the black community. My immediate answer was, first, love. You know, speaking from either third person or in relations to the person with mental health. Love that person because they're missing something through an experience they had that either took their life into an ego state or took their life an ego state or a prideful state or took their life into a depressive state. So some people are big headed and without fear and full of pride but in time it's not it's built off of either a super negative experience or a fantasy and in time they'll either have a mental breakdown or they'll either cut off connections with everyone and creating more and more depression. So one would be love. Love can heal a lot of a lot of uh, vainness. When I say vain, I mean emptiness in somebody. You know, a lot of people feel like they soul they soul, but in my opinion. They just cut themselves off from their emotions and how they truly feel about anything. That's when you, you know, you feel like you sold your soul when you cut off your emotions and how you feel. You feel numb to everything. It's the same thing as selling your soul because you got to make that decision to cut yourself off from how you truly feel. Number two would be studying and understanding mental health. All mental health is not just somebody being crazy. Crazy ain't the definition for mental health. That's just a side effect. You got all the emotions that come from mental health. You got sadness. You got extreme happiness. You got people with um, extreme sadness. You got people that's um, overjoyed. You got people that's super depressed. You got people that's super violent. And then you got people that's super fearful. All of this is levels of mental health. And it's an understanding that people are missing in the black community uh, because it's kind of like everybody that's mental health is just crazy but truthfully you can explain it if you study and you really understood people think they understand others but you have to learn you can't just understand people from what you see it's a way bigger world out here than what you and I see. So you might run into somebody who you don't even recognize as mental health and you'll be shocked because they 
they'll have everything that you think somebody crazy wouldn't have. It's a lot of people now admitting that they have dyslexia, and that is a mental health issue, dyslexia. You're not even able to work in a in a closed-off environment over a certain amount of time with severe dyslexia. Um, I ain't going to say it like that because I'm not a doctor, but I'm sure uh, working with other people with mental health issues is not the easiest thing to do. And um, it's understanding that is what matters. You see, like, if you see somebody talking to themselves on a bus, um, you know, you see somebody acting super jittery, crazy, like they on some crack on a bus, they might not be on shit. That might just be how their mental health is and their state of mental health see people have seizures, they have mental health issues, they have nervous system deficiencies. Something in their nervous system is not is not synapsing, it's not working properly. So it's kinda like oh you might see somebody like that and you just the first thing that come out your mind is crazy. But if you understood in the black community, I think a lot of whites understand it. Um but you know, a lot of whites don't understand it too. I think it's just all together. It's just, it's just a bad subject, and um, a lot of doctors in the mental health world, they clocking figures, which leads to the third thing. If you had to study a lot to learn about mental health, then the third thing that would help in the black community with mental health is the, the mental health doctors, the psychiatric. Uh, doctors, the physical therapists, um, and just somebody you could talk to, like the counselors, the health counselors. That's the third thing, is to get your people there and for others to participate in it. Because you want to you wanna counteract any bad experience that you had in your life that led you to that mental health issue, especially if you, like, see a lot of people in the black community where I'm at that's just super violent. The only reason why they're super violent is a lot of it stems from retaliation from slavery. And then after the retaliation for slavery, the the defend is a defense mechanism. Retaliation is the number one thing in the streets. Without retaliation, a lot of people would be living. So a lot of people lose their life off of retaliation. And then in false pride, because you're not depressed, you you are mental, but you have a sense of pride. But pride can turn sour. Pride can turn uh, very nasty and ripe if used improperly. 
which causes people to create a defense mechanism of strictly violence and that's a mental health issue and it's this person that's connected to a well-known rapper out here that's convicted for drug dealing named Rallo he calling his mixtape mental health because he knows some things he know he he know he's super violent and he's heavy in the streets but he know it's something wrong with his mindset and it comes from systematic pressures depression just a lot of questions that ain't answered complicated thoughts and it leads to mental health those are my three things that will help in a black community for mental health but a side note is in Asia the Chinese people It's just a cool fact. A large percent of Chinese workers work anywhere from 8 to 12 hours a day in some places. And they work and work and work and your body gets tired. But not only your body gets tired, but your mental, your mental starts to just automatically shut down. If you work that much, and you put thought, that much thought into your work, your brain will immediately shut down. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, if you work and work and work 10, 12-hour shifts every day, um, you barely eat, and you overwork your brain, it will shut down. You will collapse, and... You will risk a heart attack. You will risk a seizure. You will risk head trauma. And you will risk your life. So, in China, a lot of the people that work those crazy hours sleep in the streets. I'm talking about full-fledged businessmen. They have places to stay. When they brain shut down, they fall asleep in the streets. So it's not only just a black community, but it's in every community. And then I want to say, that is the positive attribute of meditation and prayer. Prayer is good for releasing the pressure off of your brain and giving it to your faith or giving it to what you believe in and understand that it's stronger than you and giving it a lot of the pressures that's on your mind and meditation is good for clearing out the thoughts in your brain so you don't burn your brain stem because once you start to overheat your brain stem, that's when you start to risk um, insanity. You start to risk heavy amounts of anxiousness, heavy amounts of doubt, 
heavy amounts of, of a fear that ain't even happened yet. Uh, those are my three things, and those are my side notes. I appreciate you guys for listening. I want you to have a good day. Make sure you check out my website and check out the other episode, other episodes that I have. Thank you so much. I'm out.